Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying the Prophet Jeremiah, chapter 21. That's the Prophet Yirmiyahu, Parakhof Aleph. This is Saul Weiner of the host for your podcast. We just heard at the end of chapter 20 the frustration, the extreme frustration of Yirmiyahu, of the Prophet, at the humiliation that he is suffering at the hands of his tormentors, the humiliation, the physical suffering. He was publicly flogged, placed in a stockade. People are conspiring to kill him, conspiring to turn him over to the king to be executed. It's just the suffering that he's undergoing. And even though several chapters ago, God promised Yermio that he would protect him personally and not allow him to be harmed or killed in the time when the um, coming invasion, the coming onslaught, is 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 uh, is about to happen, but God never directly answers Yirmiyahu's complaints. In in many cases, God simply responds just by giving him another mission. Uh, the uh, in, in in terms of this most recent um, uh, list of complaints of Yirmiyahu, where Yirmiyahu was uh, so upset he cursed the day he was born. God doesn't respond. At all, at least there's no record of any of a response uh, to Yirmiyahu's words. Instead, the the prophet moves on to another story, and that is as follows: Verse one, chapter twenty-one. This is the word that happened to Yirmiyahu from God, and this happened, and this was a prophecy that God gave him in response to the following request: Bishloach elov hamelach this request was sent to him, to Yirmiyahu, to the prophet, from the king, Zedekiah. Um, so the king, Zedekiah, sent the message to the prophet, and he sent the message uh, through the following messengers, at Pashchur ben Malkiah, a man by the name of Pashchur, the son of Malkiah, the same name as the Pashchur ben Imer that we had in the last chapter, but this apparently was a different person by the same name, maybe... Pashkor was a common name then in those days. Viet Tsefania ben Maaseya and Tsefania, the son of Maaseya HaKohen, the priest, Lemar, at requesting of the prophet as follows. So now, despite the fact that um, the kings and the officers have been completely ignoring the prophet and ignoring his message now for what seems to have been years for a long time, suddenly, remember, he started in the days of the king of Josiah, who, you know, so we're looking at a good, long, significant period of time. Now the king is Tzidkiyahu, Zedekiah, who was the last final king of the, of the, um, of the kingdom of Judea. So uh, this is what they ask him. Verse 2, Please, please, uh, uh, Derosh means to seek or seek out God for us. In other words, seek out an answer from God, meaning, meaning, beseech God, pray to God, Ba'adenu on our behalf. Ki Nebuchad Retzar Melech Bavel, because Nebuchad Retzar, the king of Babylon, Nechomoleinu, he is waging war upon us. He's marching upon us, he's going to lay siege. Nebuchad Retzar is sometimes with a Resh, sometimes with a Nun, Nebuchad Netzar, but it means or in, in English, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, 
is bringing war upon us. Ulai, if you make a, because maybe perhaps if you if you pray to God, God will do with us like all of His wonders. and Nebuchadnezzar will leave us and go away from us. There are many, many telling um, things in this statement here. First of all, they didn't ask to be saved. They asked for kechol niflotav, the wonders, the miracles. That's some, Think about that for a minute. I'll get back to it. And again, they're asking Jeremiah to beseech God on their behalf. As if it is in Jeremiah's power to pray and bring about some kind of salvation. Like, like he's some kind of mar- magical miracle worker. We're going to see soon in this chapter that God is going to address the king himself and say, you can improve, you can be better. The message Jeremiah has been telling you, he's been saying for years now. The way to change it is not to some kind of magical prayer or requesting some kind of miracle. The way to change things is by changing your behavior, by changing how you're acting, by changing who you are. And this is going to be the whole idea of this chapter. Your Mio is going to be infuriated by this request. Don't approach, first of all, we know several times God has told your Mio, don't pray to me, I don't want your prayers. God has repeated that over and over and over again. Don't pray to me on behalf of the people. Yemio ignored it a few times and prayed anyway. But then God repeated, your prayers aren't what's going to help. If you go talk to the people and make them change their ways, that might help. But prayer is not going to help. So therefore, Yemio's answer, the prophet's answer to the request of the king is going to be obvious. <coughs> As follows. Verse 3, Vayomer Yemio Aleim. Excuse me, and Jeremiah went and said to them, This is what your response should be to the king Zedekiah. So says God, the Lord of Israel. All of those um, weapons of war that you have in your hands, those weapons of war that you're holding in your hands in order to use them against the onslaught, the invading army of Nebuchadnezzar. Asher biedchem, those that are you're holding, Asher atam nemuchamim bam that you plan on or which you are using in order to wage battle. I'm going to turn them all around instead of pointing outward out of the city towards them at Melech Babel where you're aiming them at the king of Babylon, Vietakastim and the Chaldeans who were allies of the Babylonians. Hatzorim um, that they are waging war and laying siege upon you, Michutz Lachoma outside the wall. Those, those weapons that you're aiming outward towards them, I'm going to t- take them back. They're going to be gathered within this city. By the enemies themselves, they're going to breach the city and they're going to use those very weapons against you. And I, God, myself, am going to wage war against you. With an outstretched hand and a strong arm. With anger and, and rage. An extreme wrath. Now, these terms are, are being chosen specifically for a reason. These are reminiscent of the language that God, that God, that was used when describing God's actions against Egypt, the, when those wonders were done. 
And God is what is by choosing these words and telling the prophet to use these words. He's saying that that those wonders you're asking me for, those wonders like I did in Egypt, you're asking me to do um, on your behalf. I will do them, but unfortunately, not on your behalf. That that those wonders will be against you instead of for you. And I am going to strike down those that reside in this city. I'm in verse six now. Adam and the animals, at the humans and the animals. They will die by They will die in a great plague. And after that, I'm reading verse seven. At Noam Adonai, this says, God attain at Sidkiyahu Melach Yehuda, Vietavadov, Vietam. I'm going to take Zerakiah, the king of, of Judah, and his servants, and the entire nation, Vietanisharim, Boyerazot, and whoever remains in this city, Minadever, after the plague, whoever remains alive, Minacherev, and whoever remains alive after the swords of the enemies, Uminarav, and whoever remains alive after the, uh, after the hunger and starvation, what, the, whoever's left after all of that, I'm going to hand them I'm going to give them to the hands of Nebuchadrezzar, the king of Babylon, and in the hands of the enemies of the people of Judah. I'm going to give them over to the hands of the people who are seeking to come and take their lives. And they are going to destroy them all and strike them down by the sword. They will have no mercy upon them. They will have no compassion, no pity, no mercy. That will be their end. And to the nation, the people. And here when he says the army means the people that don't have the power or the influence to affect a massive change in the society. Those people, I am going to tell them how I'm going to give you advice. This is verse 8. I'm going to give you a way for you to survive or a way for you to die. Hayoshev birazos, if you stay in this city and you continue to obey your corrupt kings and, and say, who want to fight the Babylonians, then then you will end up dead, either by the sword or by starvation or by disease. But those of you that run, and give yourselves over to the enemy, the Chaldeans that are besieging you, those will survive. And their soul will will be um, will be the only thing you get away with. At least you'll be alive. You'll be enslaved to the enemy, but that's the only way you're going to survive. Why? I'm placing my face of anger against the city Lura'ah for for anger for for destruction. I'm not looking upon this city because I want to do good to it. No, says God. The city will be handed over to the king of Babylon, and it will be all burnt in flames. However, that's what I'm going to say to the people, to the general public, the general public that has no power to do anything to change the entire society. So just run and save yourselves and get out of here. However, to the kings, the kings that, that, that were, are asking for wonders, they're asking for the prophet to pray, to them I have another message. They actually have the power to change things but not by fighting wars and not by trying to defend themselves in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a war that they have no chance to win and not by asking the Prophet to pray. However, Ulebeit Melech Yehuda to the house of the kings of Yehuda, Shemud Varadunai, listen to the word of God. I'll tell you exactly what you can do.
And this is verse 12. Beit David, the house of David, this is what God says. Right away in the morning, first thing, what should you do? Establish justice here. That's how you can change this. I'll tell you exactly. If you establish real justice, and you go ahead and you take the, the stolen goods from those people that the oppressors, the people that oppress the poor, the people that enrich themselves on the backs of others, people suffering. Go ahead, take that away from those, those oppressors. Give it back to the oppressed. Establish real, true justice in your land. Then, then, and this, this you can do to save it because if you don't, pen then my anger will come burn out like fire and it will burn to the extent that it will not be able to be turned out because of the evil deeds because of your evil deeds it is your deeds that you have to change yes god says you can fix this but the way to fix this is with justice established justice go ahead go ahead and and go to your community and punish the people that are the oppressors and help the people that were the oppressed. Start establishing justice. That's how you can fix things. Not by asking Jeremiah to pray. Not by asking me to perform wonders. In an however, but if you don't do that, if that's what, what it is, I am going to be against you all of you that live in the valleys, the, all of you that live, um, uh, um, uh, rocks upon, uh, upon the plains, no matter says God, those of you who live in the valleys, who think that you remember, God said before, I'm going to send, you know, fishermen to find the people that are hiding in the rocks, the people that are hiding in the valleys, the people that are hiding in the mountains, no one will escape my wrath. The unjust will not be able to escape, God is saying. Don't think because you're hiding in the valleys and you're not in the city or if you're in some kind of the rocks, hiding in the plains or wherever it is, and you think, who can come and, and attack us? Who can come and find me in my hiding place, in, into the places, in the, our caves where we're hiding? Don't think that who will find you because God says, I am going to find you. I am going to punish you. In the same, as according to the way your deeds deserve to be punished. No, Madonna says, God, and I am going to, to uh, kindle or burn a fires in your forests. And it will burn down and destroy everything that surrounds it. Um, the lesson of this chapter is mighty powerful. It is not it is not wonders that save you. It is not prayer that's going to help you. The only thing that will help you is justice. And those people, the kings, the people that have the power to change the to change the the culture, it is their responsibility to step up to the plate and do so. Thank you so much for studying chapter twenty one with me. Looking forward to studying chapter twenty two together as well. And of course, the rest of this book.